Wednesday. Wednesday, July 6th, episode 552. Wow, we're just halfway to a thousand. That's freaking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I can feel it though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Every day, people. (laughs) Wednesday is all about inspiration. Kelly, do you want to start us out with the gift of the day? How you manage your past can either propel or admire you. Undoubtedly, you've heard the term stuck in the past. And on the gift of the day, we talk a lot about self-victimization and our collective quest to mitigate suffering, grief, and pain that collects and is there at the end waiting for you when you complete your journey. And this is a big one. Assisting people off the planet as a death doula, I see how people have had themselves... Nope. Edit. Assisting people off the planet as a death doula, I see how people have held themselves back and even gotten proverbially. (laughs) (laughs) What was that, David? I hate that freaking word. (laughs) Proverbially (laughs) stuck in their past. I'm not going to get stuck on that word again. (laughs) Whether it's what I call the glory days syndrome, where everything in the rear view is viewed with rose-colored glasses, or the opposite, the... I can't move forward syndrome, which is based in unresolved issues. And on this day of inspiration, I have a wonderful reminder, since this shouldn't be news, you and only you can prevent this and move forward or even propel yourself forward and use your past as a springboard. And today we did just that Mm -hmm. in the transition of Kelly moving in, it was time to purge unnecessary items from the house. And the storage unit. I came across box after box of back taxes, schoolwork from my childhood, for God's sake, that my mother had kept, and art, weird notes, things that my kids made for me, none of which were anchors, but had sentimental value or kept because of fear of audits or <laughs> etc. And we simply went to the beach and did the environmentally wise thing, not to mention the practical thing, we used this paper as kindling for our beach fire and we found plenty of semi-scorched wood from previous campfires and relit it as to not add to the clutter on the beach so it was a win-win it was i i thought it was remarkable that we came upon a a fire that was a non-fire but it was still hot we could still smell the smoke and just by poking it and adding to it it just rejuvenated yeah and uh, do you remember, David, what else we found that added a certain kind of soundtrack to our bonfire? OMG. Everybody should know this. <laughs> this should be screamed from the mountaintops. Here we are on the 6th of July, and we're dropping these little, I don't, I don't know the technical term for them. They live on kelp. They're they the, live they're on the kelp. air air sacks mm-hmm. that keep the kelp from being on the floor of the ocean. Yeah. And a lot of, we just call them poppies. Yeah, they look like... They pop. They look like hollow brown carrots. Right. They start off green, but when they die, they turn like tan and they're fairly brittle, but they're still filled with air. Right. And and also some moisture. Yeah. So you do the math. You drop these little babies on the fire. They expand and they explode. Not only explode, but they take off. <laughs> like little rockets. In directions that are completely random totally unpredictable you have no idea where they're gonna land but the sound was so satisfying and there it's loud loud it makes your ears ring even the small ones yeah so the next time you're bonfiring baby <laughs> and you're close to a beach you need to find a handful of these and liven the party up 
it and was it's hilarious. It's cleaning up the beach. Mm-hmm. It's environmentally safe, and it's more entertainment than a firework, in my opinion. And weirdly, it didn't smell bad, right? It could have smelled terrible. It's seaweed. I think it actually smelled good. It yeah. smelled like it added seafood. to the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was destined to be because mm-hmm. it made this exercise even more fun, which right. it could have been difficult. A lot of people have a hard time with this, but with each tax folder, I would randomly select a credit card statement or a bank statement and read a few lines of where I spent money and it conjured a memory. Mm -hmm. I recounted briefly the memory as to share it one last time before I set it ablaze. And with each folder, I felt lighter. And when it came to some of the items, I was inspired to either replicate or improve upon past projects. And there was great value to me in something like the art that my kids gave me. So I would snap a photo and keep it on my phone. There's no reason to keep a tangible, physical version of that. It was the sentiment. And now I can look back and not have to go through a box to find these items. And it was just an absolute declutter. And this process was not easy. And I won't suggest Mm -hmm. that it will be for, for all of you. But like a cold swimming pool, after a few minutes, you not only get used to it, but you don't want to get out once you started. That's so true. And, you know, having written a book about minimalism, I can attest to that. It's, it becomes easier to acquire fewer things after you let things go. And, you know, you, you can spend your money then on experiences versus objects. There's right. some quote, and I, I can never remember who said it, but it talks about how having a lot of stuff essentially makes you a, a custodian of your things. And they weigh you down. Wow. And I, I lived that. I lived that with my mother. She couldn't leave on a trip without taking half of her stuff with her because it became her comfort. Right. I mean, literally back in the day, there was a thing called the word processor before computers. Yeah. It was like a extra large typewriter, yeah. which also had a printer oh, yeah. connected to it. Mm-hmm. We would be going on a road trip and she's looking to squeeze this piece of machinery into where the luggage was being stowed. And my dad and I looked at each other and we were like, we don't want this but we know if we said you can't take that what would happen yeah right so she became basically she was it was bondage this thing was and and did she ever open it up and use it while on the on the road trip of course not yeah of course not things things become appendages kind of like phones are for people today too but at least phones are small and portable well i used to be an octopus and now i'm back to having just four limbs Mm -hmm. five ish sometimes four and a half (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) getting back on track i do feel much lighter and i'm inspired and best of all there are two bankers boxes worth of available space for you kelly uh, in the future and it's it's no longer a coffin containing my past so that brings us to the homework take a wild guess about what the homework's going to be about today Gee, I wonder if it has to do with letting things go. Could it be? And that's as simple as that. Replicate what we are doing and just did today. Look around your living space. And if you have a storage locker right out of the gate, you are definitely a candidate for this. Grab some things that don't really physically, tangibly have any purpose in your life and get rid of it whether it's to go to the goodwill and god only knows how many trips we've made to goodwill and other thrift stores the beach to burn paper and things that are burnable it's it's freeing it's wonderful there's more space 
it's just a win it's a huge win and if you're the type that that clings to things this is going to change your paradigm of thinking as well totally so before we go we have a little bit of surprise for our listeners for tomorrow's episode we're going to let you guys choose what we're going to talk about with humility being the theme of thursdays we have two compelling stories to share with lessons so first kelly are you ready for this yes i am <laughs> the first one is truly homemade art the art of using ejaculate as a medium or <laughs> or there is a second choice second the incredibly simple life hack of removing the odor of a wet dog from your dishes in your dishwasher i hear the time ticking down <laughs> Remember that 60 minutes thing? Yeah, of course. You have 24 hours to choose to get to it. So email us at david at redkitemovement.com and we will review and tally and tomorrow's episode will be what you guys choose. But between now and then, I think you should head out, burn some things on the beach and... <laughs> and fly your kites. Yako key.